0: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha.
0: And welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: And yes, welcome for another edition of Women Around the World. I'm just going to try new little theme songs every time, I think. What do you think, Annie? I think that that is just asking
0: for somebody to make a, a super cut of all
1: of the bad... Well, between uh, Christina and super producer Andrew, who uh, has moved on to bigger and better shows, I, I ha- they have a lot of blackmail, I think. I'm not going to think too much about it. I'm hoping that it just got erased slowly. Well, that is a mistake, but uh, I will <laughs> support you in your, your face, misplaced face. <laughs> oh, that's true, very misplaced. But <laughs> other than that... We are still celebrating Pride Month and wanted to make sure we keep highlighting the people who are doing some amazing work when it comes to advocating for the LGBTQ plus community. And I have been all up in your business, Annie, for a little (laughs) while now. And yes, this has all been with permission, I make sure. yes, (laughs) Because I think it's really interesting that we keep having this conversation of unfolding what sexuality is or can be or can be perceived. And we've talked a lot about what it is to be ace or asexual and why it's important that we continue to talk about this and destigmatize some of the things that come around uh, with being asexual or realizing that you're asexual. But I wanted to give you, I think, a fairly easy question. Yes. You said it before, but just to kind of give us a little better, when was it that you first learned about asexuality or being ace?
0: It was uh, on this very show. When I first was editing, when I was a video editor for uh, the Stuff I've Never Told You YouTube channel. So I probably was like 22. And the host and creator, Kristen, she did a, a video called The ABCs of Ace, which, yes, that's what we named our episode that we did with Adoha Danzo. Uh, but her video was much more like, A is for asexual, B is for biromantic, and, you know, (laughs) much more in the title. And I had never heard of it before. And at the time, it seemed impossible to me. Not that it existed, but that it was how I identified. I've been thinking about why that is lately. And I think it's just one of those things where if you grow up in sort of homogenous space where what you're seeing is a lot of heteronormative stuff and your entertainment and people around you, then it just feels like, well, that can't be me. Even if I was pretty like, I think I'm bisexual. But that is also when I learned about how you can be like asexual and biromantic, which is where I think I am. But now I'm also like, maybe I'm graysexual or demisexual. Because there's so many avenues of identity. It's hard to put into one label or one word. And so I think that that's been really interesting for me, a learning process for me and for all of us as we're learning, oh, I'm not the only one that feels this way. Right. That there are other people who are trying to figure out how the emotional aspect works and the sexual aspect works and the romantic aspect works and how they all work together or don't. So I was pretty... It was pretty late in the game when I found out and I think it was pretty much later because a lot of you got to hear me go through it on this show kind of like figuring it out that I was like you know maybe this is a possibility for me maybe this is correct right and how I am
1: yeah right and uh again I think it's a beautiful process and maybe it is because I have been with you for mm-hmm. a chunk of this process that I, I I really am fascinated and as well as like I love that you're finding yourself um, and when people find themselves it's such a whole like turning on the light moment uh, that you get to witness. And it's like a privilege. But speaking of getting to witness, we wanted to celebrate the queer community and activists of... Dr. Pragati Singh, who is a doctor, has been a public health professional, and is the founder of the IndianAces.com, if you need to know, uh, which was created in originally in 2014 to form the Indian subcontinent's first support group for asexual people. She
0: was working in maternal, child, and reproductive health when she began her work in advocating for the Indian ace community. Born in Delhi, she talks about how little has been made available to support the asexual community in India and how she feels it's long overdue this is actually something that's come up with me in therapy where my therapist is like have you looked are there asexual support groups in atlanta and i have and there are but they're pretty maybe i haven't looked deep enough but they seem like pretty small mm-hmm. and not you know too much going on there but i should check i should check back in The support group that Singh created in 2014 started out on Facebook, though it really didn't pick up until 2016 when someone reached out to her to find out more about the group. Dr. Singh stated she had looked for quite a while for a group like this, and when she couldn't find one, she decided to create one herself. Love it. We love these stories.
1: Yes, and as in fact, she talks about the fact that she sees herself as gray- sexual and I actually had to ask about that cuz I'm like oh my goodness this is a new term let me let me look this up because I found that fascinating I was like oh okay um and of course Annie was able to tell me about fan fiction just so y'all know <laughs> but uh, I was correct <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dr. Singh stated about the group, quote, Indian Aces was ideated when I realized there was a lot of asexual people from India looking for a community platform, but they just didn't have anything. I kept looking for a really long time for such a platform, but there wasn't any. I started with something as simple as Facebook page with some memes and information on asexuality. I had never really envisioned it to become as big a movement that it has. Now we do a lot of other things such as research, advocacy, awareness sessions, a lot of campaigns campaigns, online and offline, meetups, training and academic and non-academic work. And the movement has created so much for the community. Not only does she
0: do training and meetups and awareness sessions, but she also has been invited to do medical conferences, such as the World Association of Sexual Health, where she was able to present her research on her asexuality studies, and uh, she was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine by Elsevier. She has continued to speak out about why having such research and studies are important in supporting the community and how her professional background has helped her as well. She said, in all my academic and professional experience, there's been little to no discourse regarding sexuality, even though I've studied medicine and worked in reproductive health. This is pretty much the norm here sexuality just isn't in the forefront yet. We still have mothers and neonates dying from sepsis, diarrhea, and hemorrhage. Sexual health just isn't a priority. In fact, whatever understanding I have of sexuality today is honestly in spite of my medical education. That being said, I feel like my qualification helps add credibility to the cases I make, such as me saying that hormonal imbalance does have an effect on libido or that certain medications do affect arousal probably doesn't sound as far-fetched to my audience as it would if I were not a doctor.
1: Right. And she continues on talking about the importance of her work and overall sexual health education, saying sexuality is a hugely taboo topic in India. This is not limited to personal spaces, but even academic and professional spaces. Additionally, the many other problems of third world countries take precedence over sexuality-related issues, which are largely considered unimportant or at least non-critical. Never mind the fact that we have the world's largest youth population. Never mind the fact that sexual harassment and abuse is rampant in our nation. Never mind that marital rape is not considered rape as such in Indian law. To top all of this, there's no real sexual ed in our educational institutes, and the pressure to get married by age 25 for women and age 30 for men is huge in our culture. All of this basically means that for someone who's asexual in India, their adolescence would be a period of great confusion owing to the lack of awareness and agency available right now. Their youth may probably be marred with unhealthy, broken relationships with multiple failed attempts at having a, quote, normal youth experience.
0: And she even tried different things to help asexuals in Indian communities, including a matchmaking app, though no longer operational. It was originally intended to help match people all over the world with a fairly elaborate form process. However, because of the overwhelming response, she was not able to handle it and has since shut it down. But she did talk about the overall fact that such apps are something that should be looked into and maybe they will look at later again. Um, And interestingly, I know we talked about that, In our asexual episode, because that is a plot point on BoJack Horseman. Where Todd is asexual, and he tries to create the app. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so she actually did it. It didn't last very long, but she was intent in trying to help a matchmaking scene, because as she talks about with the Indian pressures to get married, and oftentimes feeling like you have to force to be there, that maybe if you could find another asexual partner... That it mm-hmm. would make marriage better. So being able to be a part of that cultural moment, I guess, uh, in, in pleasing the families, maybe finding a partner who meets that same level as you do. So mm-hmm. she was talking about trying to creating all of this. Uh, and apparently, she tried to do it offline as well. I'm not really sure what that means or what that looks like. But yeah, she had it going internationally. So she was trying real hard to get it all out there, including Egypt, Spain, Canada. And she had like 200 more responses than she thought she was going to have, like 200% t- more. And mm-hmm. she was like, okay, never mind. I can't do all of this. <laughs> I-, I couldn't imagine being a medical professional. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and trying to do all of that. Right. So, you know, kudos for trying. But it does sound like there's a need. People want that to happen. People want to see that happening. And maybe someone can. But it shouldn't be a surprise that she has been awarded many an accolades and deservedly so. And some of those include uh, being on the BBC 100 Women Award in 2019, which we've talked about a few times. That's how we've found several of our people. To talk about. Uh, she was on the Young Achiever Award in 2018 from the Delhi government. She was awarded the Orange Flower Award in 2017 by the Women's Web. She was awarded the Best Oral Paper Presentation in 2017 uh, and with the Nobel Laureate as well. So very amazing things. And obviously, she continues to do a lot of amazing work those around her community. Yeah. And if you want to go check her out, she has her own website, Dr. Pragati Singh, as well as her other site, indianasis.com. And if, if you're actually in India, I don't know if anybody listens from India. And if you do, shout us out. would love to hear from you. Yeah. You could check it out and uh, you can get involved there as well within that growing community. So really amazing work. Love seeing things like this. And I love just how everything kind of comes together. You're like, look at this big community. It's so big and their international is just full of love. <laughs>
0: just like us.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it's lovely to see. And as always, listeners, we do love hearing from you. If you have any people you would like us to talk about in this segment or any segment, you can email us. Our email is stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stephone Told You or on Twitter at Mom Stuff Podcast. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stephone Never Told You production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.